Greetings and salutations, fine people. I'm Patty Alvarez. Welcome to The Good Soul, a show where we'll have supercharged chats with everyday humans from all walks of life and unpack what in their story will inspire us all. We'll extract the untapped wisdom, distill it, and serve it up to you in all the right ways that will engage, enlighten, and most of all, inspire growth within your soul. I think people are awesome. So join me on this journey through the hearts and minds of ordinary people to uncover the good soul within you. This is The Good Soul. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Good Soul. I'm Patty Alvarez, and I'm here with my good friend. This is Samantha, but I'm going to call her Sam for ease purposes. Samantha Wyatt. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. I'm so happy to have you here. This is fantastic. So um, I chose Sam for this episode, and I'll get to the topic in one second. But I chose Sam for this episode because I consider you absolutely positively um, a fellow boss lady, in my opinion. You're a self-starter. You take no prisoners um, and you handle your stuff on your own. I mean, you really do. You pull yourself up from the bootstraps. Um, From the day I met you, you marched yourself right up to the counter. She's a fellow Jersey girl. so Uh, Very loyal. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And of course, a fellow entrepreneur slash Momtrepreneur, dare mm-hmm. I say that, or does that annoy you when people say momtrepreneur? I feel like we need to do it all, no yeah, matter what. Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. Um, newly divorced. Newly divorced. Yeah, which is quite an achievement. Peacefully divorced, mm-hmm. amicably divorced, but still mm-hmm. in all, that is a a hill to hill to climb. That's all right. Just pop that For right sure. back in there. For sure. Um, and our topic today is what I believe holds the keys to the kingdom. Um get up early, you know, routine, that sort of thing, atomic habits. There's all these common threads that successful people have. Atomic habits would be one of them, right? Without a doubt. Probably the most important one, I would say. So um, I have developed all kinds of habits throughout my life. Some I've succeeded at and some I have not succeeded at. Mm -hmm. But I will say that 95% of the successful people that I know or people that are on the climb that I admire, such as yourself, um, luck has very little to do with it, right? That, that random events have very little, little to do with it. Mm -hmm. Rich daddy has very little to do with it. Good looks have very little to do with it. It's a series of small, right? Repeated bangings at your craft for lack of a better term, right? You chip away little by little by little. And that's what we do. Um, It's the only reasonable strategy, I think, to success because it's something that we can control. We have free will, right? And we can get up every morning and we can control what we do. So talent genes help, right? But really the small habits are what is going to improve your life. So if you want to make your life better, stick with us for the next 40 minutes to an hour and we're going to help you do just that. So tell me, what atomic habits have worked for you in your life, Sam? Uh, I think rituals for fitness, honestly. Um, I was always a, I would do something. Um, Showing up actually here at the studio is one of my unbreakable habits that I have. And I've actually rescheduled my work day around it to be able to do that. I don't start work until 11 and then I get home from here. I do what I need to do to get ready. And then I go into my habits and rituals for work. Yeah. Uh, I am a schedule keeper for sure. Mm -hmm. And I make a lot of appointments with myself. Love it. That's Uh, in our notes. Oh yeah. Making appointments with yourself. If I can't keep an appointment with myself, I'm not going to keep it with anybody else. Okay. All right. And, um, mental health, we talked work, we talked fitness. What about mental health? 
so I actually see an energy healer too. I think that's Ooh. really important. Tell me about that. Um, she's incredible. I see her virtually. I've seen her now for probably two years and I saw somebody else for a year okay. that was in Raleigh, a little more local. Okay. Um, is there repetitive work from the energy healer? So do you, does she give you homework to do every I get day? homework every week or meditation? every two weeks. Uh, meditation or different skill sets or thoughts to have during the week uh, or cleanses for different people in my environment. Um, just thoughts to think throughout the week okay. for sure. Journaling, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Okay, journaling. Okay, so um, I love this quote. It's one of my favorite. That every action you take is a vote for the person that you would like to become. Mm -hmm. So last week I talked to Chris McClure about a quote that my father gave me that um, you're either moving in the right direction or the wrong direction, right? So most of our habits, we want to be good habits. Also, some of our habits could be bad habits, right? And we talked about this actually before the interview started. Um, we have to focus on the ritual more than we focus on the goal. So a study was done and I read something recently where, and this really hit me hard, that saying you're going to do something. So I'm going to take running a marathon, for example. Saying you're going to run a marathon gives you the dopamine rush that like chest puff, like that, that you did it, mm -hmm. right? And it makes you feel really cool. And your friends think you're cool just because you even said you're going to run a marathon. Like I keep saying I'm going to open the juice right. bar, right? And it really makes me feel cool. But I haven't written, I haven't opened the juice bar yet. So what does that say? Be careful about goal setting because setting those goals can kind of become your identity at some point. Well, then it becomes detrimental if you don't achieve the goal yeah. also. Yeah. And then you feel like a big dork if you haven't, or a loser, let's say, if you haven't gotten that goal done. Have you ever done that in your life? Oh, for sure. Tell me. Give for me sure. an example. Oh, gosh. Just any any type of goal I would have of launching a product or a business or something. And I'm like, this is totally what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm fully invested in it. And then something else comes along or I realized it wasn't really what I wanted to do. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, you'll see people and they're like, how's how's that thing? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it wah, didn't really want to do it. Yeah. Um, but for sure, I think you're either growing or you're declining. There's yeah. just no in the middle. Right. So absolutely. Um, it is. It's those small wins with yeah. yourself that build confidence for you to be able to continue to do what it is you want to do. Sure. It reminds me also that, you know, goals are momentary and that perfectionism is sort of like the key to failure, like inevitable failure, because really we're never, especially our personality types, we're never going to feel like we fully, fully, fully have gotten anything perfect. My husband is a tremendous perfectionist. I'll never forget Paul Oster put on Facebook before I even knew you, he put a quote up and he said, that um, there's no such thing as good enough, right? So as always, Manny Cam is in the corner. There's no such thing as good enough. And that hit me hard, that hit home. Also reminding me that sometimes we really like, we kind of want to bite off more than we, we can chew. And that too can get in the way. So I want to run a marathon. Great, you want to run a marathon? So we go out and because I can't run 26 miles, I can't put on my 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 A6 and go out there and run. Again, I feel like I'm a loser and I give up. And that's really a bummer because that probably gets in the way of, I would say, 95% of great ideas in this world. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So think it's about even the good mom thought, you know, like, oh, am I a good mom? Am I a good enough mom? And it's like, if you're considering, 
if you're a good enough mom, you're a good enough mom. No yeah. bad mom is wondering if she's a good mom. Yeah. Oh, I love, well, that always reminds me too. I always say crazy doesn't know, like I'm talking to my best friend about something and she's dealing right. some, with something with a new guy in her life. And she always like, am I acting like Glenn Close? Am I being, you know, and I always say crazy doesn't know it's crazy, right? Crazy doesn't realize it's crazy. Sure. It just goes on acting crazy. So on that note, we're going to start to lead into what we're going to talk about in segment two. And that said, that is what's going to work best, right? So there's three ways that habits shape your identity through the outcome, through the process and through our identity, right? So it's been proven time and time again, that if you can change your identity, right, you can change your identity, that it's going to be the most effective. So rather than saying, I'm going to run a marathon, I'm going to say to my husband, I'm a runner, right? I'm a runner, right? And, and, and really is the law of attraction. I think it ties also into the law of attraction. So on that note, I'm going to pause this segment and we'll see you up next for segment two and what's going to work best for you. And we'll talk about what's going to work for, for Sam. See you back. Hey guys, welcome back to The Good Soul. Our topic today is one of my favorites in the self-help business world, and that is atomic habits. So let's extend that a little bit further and say atomic habits for the good soul. So we left off at our last segment. Of course, I had my friend Sam with me. So everybody knows we've met her already, but I'll introduce her again. Samantha Wyatt, Hi. mom, woman, uh, entrepreneur extraordinaire, fellow Jersey girl. Yep. <laughs> so what's going to work best, right? So we want, we have these goals, we have these dreams, we have these thoughts and visions of who we want to be. What's going to work best? So we've, dim we've dumped it down to three categories, and that would be focusing on the outcome, focusing on the process or focusing on the identity. And of course, the outcome and the process are really important, right? Because we want it. We, it's, it's almost impossible to say we don't have goals, right? Because there is something we want. I want to have that Mercedes G-Wagon someday, or I want to be able to travel the world somewhere exotic once a year, right? So we have to have um, sort of a, a target, a goal, but we can't let that get in the way of the process. And that's what happens sometimes. We don't want to dedicate to the process and that gets in the way and we give up and we end up staying home watching Netflix all day. Right. And we don't want to do that with our lives. No. We, right. No, we're all given a certain amount. We're all given the same amount of time. Right. In our lives. And I wish I had, you know, we could say 525,600 minutes. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, yes. Seasons of love. But really what we choose to do with that time, right, is really going to determine our fate and our quality of life and whether or not I am going to get that G-Wagon someday. And I am going to get that totally G-Wagon. Matt Black. Oh. <laughs> he hates the Matt Black. <laughs> It's Matt not Black. yours. You don't have to like it. Yeah. Well, I keep saying, <laughs> I'm going to get that car and we're going to pull up to on the nines and you're going to walk out of that, that car like balling. Like you're going to think you're a king. You know what? So anyway. Uh, okay. Well, you different. know what's funny? I have a girlfriend, Shallon, who okay. she's like, I feel like you have more hours in your day. And I'm like, oh. I don't have more hours in my day. I just have habits in my day that are unbreakable. Oh. And I wake up early like we talked about. Yeah. And when you do things and you're using your time usefully. Yeah. Or more, you know, it's just, it's easier to get what you want to get done. Yeah. Have you read the 5 a.m. club yet? I have. I've done, I am a professional development junkie. Okay. Um, so we've done Miracle Morning. And, you know, even like 
with James Clear, Hal Elrod, all these guys, they've had these significant things that happen in their lives to make yeah. these books happen. Sure. Um, but yeah, I've done Miracle Morning. I think as a mom, it's really difficult. Okay. I haven't done Miracle Morning yet. Tell me a little bit about that book. Oh, God. So it's basically start, it's habit building. I think okay. all these books are really the same, right? It's habit right. building of doing things in the morning to start how you want. Journaling, drinking water, stretching. Okay. You you create your own Miracle Morning, essentially. So the 5 a.m. club is 20, 20, 20, mm -hmm. 20 minutes of movement first, then 20 minutes of journaling, and then 20 minutes of learning, mm -hmm. right? I I am... I'm sure everybody agrees. Once I'm out of bed and brushing my teeth, I'm good. It's just the moment and it's warm and mm -hmm. the dogs are so cozy sure. and they smell like Fritos and, you know, like it's so hard to get out of bed. And he's like a big teddy bear. I'm like, I don't want to get yeah, out of bed. But sure. I, that's, that is a, um, I don't want to say, that's an intention of mine to start waking up at 5 a.m. So we'll see if I get there. But anyway, getting back to the identity, which is really, I, I think is really, really powerful, is that we talked about running marathons. Let's talk about, um, I want to write a book. This is another thing of mine. I'm working on a book. I'm working on a book. You are an author. I am an author. I am an author. That's mm -hmm. right. I have this thing where I keep saying to everybody, I'm going to rent a, a little house in the Hollywood Hills and I'm going to go and I'm going to spend a whole week there by myself and I'm going to write this book. So yes, um, everybody who gets the Good Soul Daily knows I'm pretty much practicing and writing for this book every day. I write a blog and our students get um, an email from me every day. And it's a little inspirational three to five minute read. And if you'd like it, email the studio at hello at goodsoulyoga.com and I'll put you on our mailing list, right? But it's helpful and it's helped me with my reading habits. Um, so that is a habit or my writing habits. So that is a habit mm -hmm. I've developed. And um, you do that in the morning? Yes. As soon as you guys go in for the 830 class, mm -hmm. I, um, I, that's what I do. Mm -hmm. I sit here or I, I normally have a Papa San, which is in the closet right now. Um, and I put the Papa San in here and I write that email every day. And I recently started voice memoing it too, because I want to work on my, mm -hmm. my voice skills. So um, I like the identity thing and I really want to mm -hmm. implement that in my whole life. So um, in AA, in the 12 steps, they have a saying, act as if, mm -hmm. right? Act as if. It's the law of attraction. Same thing. So I am a writer. I am a runner. You know, I am a non-smoker. All these things that you aspire to be or not to be, mm -hmm. right? Make it a part of your identity. And then you kind of end up just walking in that path. Well, I think that's something you talk about here at the studio a lot, too, is sure. also your non-identity. You are not a victim of your circumstances. No. And when somebody understands that they can identify as however they want it yeah. you know and when yeah. you step out of that victim role then you can move on yeah. with the success that you want yeah well and step out of your story mm -hmm. is a big one I don't care that you broke your femur bone bone 22 years ago right. that's like not a reason to do child's pose every 10 seconds in your hot 26 class do the poses right, right? form that habit and your femur bone and anything that's kind of been a residual of that injury is going to heal itself well it's funny i um i had to record something this past week and for the first time you know you, you tell somebody you know you give someone a bio this was the first time I've been practicing yoga for since my oldest when I was pregnant. So 13 years. This was the first time I said, and I am a yogi. 
Yeah, it's so funny because I'm like, I told, like this is so ridiculous. This is a big part of my identity. This I'm is a check massive that, habit. Check that off yes, my yep, list. Sam is a yogi you, now. Changed All right. Yay! Oh yeah, success. <laughs> little wins, right? Little wins. Yeah, and it does. And doesn't it feel good to say that? Yeah, because that's right? a, it's a massive part of my life. Yeah, yeah. And for somebody not to understand how important that is for me or what it does in my life. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. Well, it was kind of really hard for me when I closed Funkin' Standard, which she had visited that store in New Jersey. Is What town did you live in, by the way? I lived in Middletown. Oh, you did live in Why do I always think I grew Marlboro? up in Middletown, and then we yeah. ended up moving up north, and we ended up moving back. Where in Middletown? Like what? Same by you. Oh, off Oak, Oak Hill? Hill Road. So what road? Andover Street. Oh, my God. Behind the, ah! fire, behind the fire department. Okay, but you're a lot younger. You're like over 10 years young. I'm 51. I'm 38. You're 38. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, you're 13 years younger than me, mm-hmm. so... All right. So I could have babysat you. Totally. <laughs> it's funny. Um, yeah. So that's, that was a big thing with Funk and Standard though, is that was my identity. And it was really hard when we closed that store. And I know it was hard for my sister because we're so intertwined emotionally. And it was like, huh? That, I mean, you were the identity. I mean, yeah. even it didn't matter how much younger I was. I, everybody knew what Funk and Standard was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's a big lesson for me with the studio now. And I say this to the teachers and I said this to you kind of before the interview, what the focus is in the interview, the focus is to inform, right? And entertain and to educate in the studio. It's to teach yoga. It's not the Patty show. It's Mm -hmm. not the Sam show. It's not the Molly that Amory show we want to, and, and same with Funkin' Standard. So as a business owner, you have to be aware that some you could get, you know, hit by a Mack truck tomorrow and that show has got to go on. So, and also um, something can happen to the business like COVID and that can't be your identity. That's where the systems come in. Though. Right, right, right. So and when- that there's other, there's other things in the world that need you. So, yeah. Okay. So how do we fill this need? How do we, how do we solve this problem and the habit process every day? We're going to break it down into four parts, right? So I want to form the habit of making a kale smoothie every day, right? I don't know if I subscribe to this, but yes, I'll no. go with it. With you. <laughs> I just, I just, I just pureed <laughs> kale into our pastina and it looks like green slime. I gave some to Sandy, but it's so delicious. Anyway, so part one would be the cue. The cue is I'm hungry, right? I'm hungry and I need nourishment. Part two would be the craving. I decide I'm going to have a kale smoothie. Part three would be the response. I'm going to make the kale smoothie. Part four is going to be the reward. Yay, I'm healthy. I'm a health food junkie, right? I'm not a junk food junkie, right? And these are all things that make us feel really good about ourselves. And again, like you got to feel it. You got to believe it. You have to believe this stuff to be true. So, um, you know, we, I think we really are, as we go back to saying, we are the curators. We get, we are the architects of our identity, right? And being in touch with that is really important. So why do bad habits stick? And why are good habits so hard? I'm going to give you two quick answers and then I want you to elaborate. Mm -hmm. Bad habits, we get instant gratification, right? We do a shot of whiskey, Mm -hmm. we get buzzed right away. We have a cigarette, we feel euphoric. We eat a piece of chocolate, right? We whatever, whatever it is that we do that's gluttonous, right? Whereas long-term habits, let's say we have to go to the gym, we don't see the gratification every day. But not only do we not feel gratification, but a lot of times we feel pain, right? So we go to the gym, we're sore, we're tired. Go back there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So can you speak to that in your life and your experience and how you've shifted that maybe in a certain area one way or the other? Yeah, I think that's a, the same approach I take is like the slight edge approach, right? Things are insignificant in the moment mm-hmm. and over time they compound. 
It doesn't matter if you go to the gym today. It doesn't matter if you go tomorrow. But over time, if you continue to skip, you break those habits, then the it compounds. And right. over time, it matters, right? Right. You see, you see results. Right. Yeah. And so that goes for the good and the bad. Right, right, and right. I think when people make impulsive decisions that feel good in the moment, they don't realize how it's going to compound over time mm-hmm. because it's so insignificant in the moment. Well, talk to the smoker, mm-hmm. right? Talk to the even the spender, a, even the spenders. The you spender. don't think about you that's know, a big one. Um, you, you want to see someone's habits? You look at their bank account. Yeah, what their gluttonous in or what their good habits Absolutely. are. Absolutely, Absolutely. Well, that's that's totally true. They say that too. You want to know somebody? You know, want to know mm-hmm. somebody's finance, right? Mm-hmm. Look at their bank account. Mm-hmm. Look at the scale. Not to, to be negative. I know mm-hmm. everybody's really sensitive about weight, but the reality is, right? There are certain aspects of that that right. um, are don't serve our lives. Let's put it that way. So yeah, very, very, very good point. So that the long-term rewards, right, are painful, Mm -hmm. right? Whereas the instant gratification and the short-term, it's really easy. So this is why people get addicted to good things and bad things. All right. So coming up, the best way to start a new habit. So I want you to think right um for the next segment of some good habits and i'll do the same and you guys at home too think of some habits that you'd like to start and we're going to kind of correlate that with what we talk about so don't go away we'll be back stay tuned on the good soul all right everybody welcome back to our third segment of the good soul episode four our topic for today atomic habits Atomic Habits for Good Souls, for that matter. So this is big because I find, and I want to address this, I find that I've been grappling with certain things my entire life, whether it's spending, whether it's eating, whether it's anything involving um, any form of gluttony, right? Because sometimes, getting back to what we talked about in segment two, um, the instant gratification is easy and fun, and um, we live in the land of quick fixes and cheap thrills. Right. And it's really easy to get that dopamine rush. This is a big one, too. Um, Video games. Right. We Mm, want to lose ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I have a young kid in my house. I, too, with the solitaire. Right. I mean, you're either moving in the right direction or the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. I agree. Right. That it is okay to eat chocolate or play video game or have a glass of wine because I think moderation is key. Mm -hmm. Right. But you must take care of business first. You must have your marks hit. Am I happy with my bank balance? Am I happy with my room? So I'm not going to lie in a pile of mess, let's put it that way, and be playing my video game. I'm going to make sure everything is in order. And that's one thing I'll say, like, it's it's really important. And I, I have a friend, Kathleen Molino, and I'm actually going to have her husband on. He's a renaissance man. Um, but I remember Kathleen Molino, who has one more successful child after the next, that um, they went to Rumson Country Day with my daughter, Molly, was that she always said to me, um, first, we take care of business. Because I always say, Kathleen, what did you do with your kids? Well, first, we take care of business. She has this really sweet voice. And I, I to this day, I take... It's true. Yeah. I mean, my kids come home from school. We do homework. You get a snack while you eat homework. You don't go and play. You got to get stuff done first yeah. before you want to do the fun thing. Yeah. And the fun and thing. life. Like, yeah. And that's the reward, which we talked about earlier. And we'll get into a little bit now. So the best way to start a new habit, one thing at a time, right? So you don't want to quit smoking, quit drinking, and join Weight Watchers and say you're going to run 10 miles a day 
all at one time. It's a bit much. It's a bit much. Yeah, I've been guilty of that many times in my life where I really am like, okay, and we're in February now, but what did you just say? All the New Year's people? Oh, what? yeah, all the New Year's people at the gym. You know, yeah. it's February. I think they say by the third week in January, most people have given up on their goals already. Yeah. Well, I'll say we still have some pretty generous crowds coming to the studio. We sure so, do. Yeah, big ups, whoop, whoop to our good soul well, fam. Thanks well, for Well, it's up. the proximity point. It's the community that's here. It's that the community. Here. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So we'll get to that. So one at a time, guys, go easy on yourself <clears throat> and don't plan on Rome wasn't built in a day. <clears throat> Excuse me. Next would be time and location. So set it up, set appointments with yourself. Do you write these things down? I do. I am a, so I've just moved into the digital world. So I also have a digital calendar so people can schedule calls or consults with me, but I am a paper calendar person still. And I write everything down. That is like, you know, the Bible for me of what's happening, where's everyone, who's got to be where. Mm -hmm. And then I'll reconcile with my digital calendar, my paper calendar every day. Is it a book or a calendar calendar? Oh, it's a book, like a book. It's one of those, yeah. like at a glance. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Something yeah, like that. I yeah. A, yeah. I do monthly, daily, weekly yeah. planning. But like the brand, I think is called at a glance, oh, if gosh. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. No, I'm a, I like writing too, but I also do. I reconcile with my iPhone. I also write my win every day at the end of my calendar. So oh. a win that I have for the day so that it kind of shows me just the things that I said I was going to do that I did. Okay. It's, it's the small, it's the small thing. Sure. Do you know how much joy I get out of crossing an item off of my list of things to do? And like the more black I see on that, I get those big posts with mm -hmm. the lines on them. And every single morning, I plop my booty down at that desk and I rewrite everything from literally like change the garbage or refill the soap in the bathroom to run for U.S. Senate mm -hmm. is on that list. And I'm not joking. Like, and do you order some, them? Do you put them in order or do you or just have a list? I try for the most part to keep them in a specific mm -hmm. order, but sometimes I call it my I money sure. list. Yeah. My money, my things that make me money go first. Oh, and then okay. my enjoyment goes okay. after. Okay. Yeah, my father used to say that when I had like, I want a juice bar, I want to write a book, I want to, and he used to say, do what's going to make you the most money first, then you can do whatever you want, honey, when you, you know, as long as you have a good foundation. So I love it. So you set appointments with yourself. So next is, I love this one, habit stacking. So every time I brush my teeth, right, I'm going to make sure I say my prayers or any, I, I can't remember what it was, but can you think of an example right now of I mean, second. whether you want to incorporate like another supplement or a product into your into your ritual for your day. So mm -hmm. you want to put collagen in your coffee. Well, put the collagen next to your coffee machine. That's perfect. Um, yeah. Different. If you want to, you know, go for more walks, maybe you like listening to personal development on podcasts. You listen to your podcast while you walk. Perfect right? example. So these are things where it's easier to incorporate the thing that you want to do. And something else, right? Yes. And it makes it a lot easier and enjoyable. Yeah. And try, 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 try. And I know it's hard to try to get personal development into your routine so while necessary. you're walking. Like what a great easy thing for women, right? To just say, I'm going to put in my earbuds. You don't even have to pay and download for books on Audible. No. There are millions of videos on YouTube, right? Uh, even on Facebook. And I, 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 I'm not necessarily big on the reels, like the 30 second. I mean, they're fun, mm -hmm. but they hypnotize you. I think it's sure. a slippery slope that we go down. Whereas if you're going to dedicate I would say five to 12 minutes, even if, you know, just on your walk to listen to somebody like Marie Forleo or Brene Brown or Tony Robbins give you a pep talk or Oprah. Mm -hmm. um, 
I think 10 pages of a good book a day is really important. So whether it's 10 one. minutes of a podcast, 10 minutes of a good book. Okay. Um, I love I, that. I, I listen to all my podcasts in the shower after I come home from the studio. I'll really? shower and listen to podcasts. Okay. I have to do Do both, you keep so. them in your earbuds or no, you just have it loud? probably waterlogged by now. Oh, you I bring the phone in the shower? Whatever. Yeah. All right. That's the only time I hit pause is when I'm yeah. in the shower and I'm blow drying my hair, yeah. but otherwise, And then too. when I blow dry, I'll put yeah. your pod in if I'm not done. Well, I have to tell you, it's almost to the point, too, where I almost feel a little bit guilty if I'm listening. Like, I love a good, like, I was reading that series, like, The Seven uh, Husbands of Evelyn Hugo mm-hmm. and Carrie Soto is back and Malibu. I read them all and I'm like... I I listen and I feel guilty. I'm like, I should really be listening to like Tony Robbins or, you know, some type of need enjoyment. Well, thank you for saying that. So there's a reason why I said that. There's plenty of personal development. I feel like you do. So yeah, I guess. Yeah. For the most part. Okay. So habit stacking is good. So that was a perfect example. Podcast on the walk. I go on a walk every day, rather calling your friend and maybe gossiping about your neighbor who is cheating on her husband, right? right? Which is sometimes fun to talk about, right? But let's give that like almost little or no of our brain cells and rather do something like listen to a good podcast while we're walking. So environment. So you kind of brought this in a little bit with... um, with your collagen and your coffee, this mm-hmm. kind of tied together. Um, make it easy for yourself. Have yeah, everything let ready. Let, I think so many times we try to complicate things. Like just yeah. let it be easy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. What do I do every night in the garage? I bring my bag and my purse. Every night I have not only my bag and my purse, I have my wallet out for my coffee. I have my clutch cup ready and clean and in the, oh, for in the morning and I, I take pantoprazole for a reflux. Mm-hmm. I even have my pantoprazole pill. Yeah, let it be easy. <laughs> it's, and, but, and I like get my jollies from that. Like I love, I love being a good dog and I love like when I lock, I find that flow in my life with myself. And I just like, I feel like I'm un- unstoppable. Like it really is. It's and 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 it's just securing and locking down the habits, though. That's what it is. When you yeah. have habits that are unbreakable, you get into a flow in your day, and you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Thank you, James Clear and Samantha mm-hmm. Wyatt, for reminding <laughs> that my atomic habits. Killing it. So the see, yeah. <laughs> the secret to self control, make it invisible. This is a big one. So I have a friend who likes to smoke cigarettes when she drinks, right? And every time she smokes cigarettes. Or every time she drinks, which is very rare, she'll buy a pack of cigarettes. It's not a regular, regular part of her life. And at the end of the night, she will run the cigarettes under the the faucet and throw them away. And her husband gets really mad at her. And I... For wasting the money? For wasting the money. I mean... And her husband says to her, I will hide them. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, there's no, I'm like, there's no way that's going to work for anybody because you're going to strangle your husband. And she always says like, give me the cigarettes. Yeah. Give me the damn cigarettes. And then you find an excuse. So, so that's a good example, but it's a bad example because it's a terrible, terrible habit. Um, But anything, don't buy the Oreos. Don't buy the Twinkies. Don't buy them. Do you have any like guilty pleasures, things that you buy? I really, I mean, I am. No, I'm kind you of a, kind of a loser in that sense that I am. You don't eat like dark chocolate Oreos or anything? No. Yeah. And I really try it's not so even good. to buy them for my kids because then I get mad at them. They're eating junk food. And I'm like, I bought it for you. I don't yeah. understand why I'm getting mad at you. Oh, that's a whole nother story. Um, actually, I really like dots. Okay. I like. Thank you. Yes. And uh, I like the gross chewy candies that are terrible if you have. You have to talk to Sandy Mari about this. Mm-hmm. See, the other day when we were at, we went to Cirque du Soleil a few weeks ago, 
she goes in her jeans pocket and pulls out Skittles. Yeah. Or she'll get to the studio and she'll be like, Patty, I just ate a box of my kids, my kids got dots for Valentine's Day from my boyfriend's mom. And they were like, we don't really like dots. I'm like, I do. They're my favorite. I will take them. Uh, I'll so take I got those. three boxes of dots. I was pumped. Oh, my God. All right. So um, how to make the habit irresistible, right, is to find yourself some dopamine, right, and get on that loop. So I just use my husband as an example. Every time you walk into the gym, put on flipping thunderstruck by acdc because is that not going to get anybody like pumped and ready and it's a reward it gets your dopamine going right so implement that into your ritual every time i remember i used to listen to um teenage wasteland i think that's the name of the song um i was starting the george sheehan run in red bank and they played that song and i'm like i had such a lump in my throat and i got so emotional now every time i run the first i well now i think about the first song i listen to is that song and just if anybody wants to run put that song on on really loud in your earbuds it makes your hair stand on end so music has a lot of power so we have some topics we didn't get to on my notes here so we're going to segue segment three into segment four in segment four so um but segment four friends and family we're going to get into and and how important it is to have the support of your friends and family because to be honest with you and i talked about my sister and what i do to her when she comes over she doesn't want to eat carbohydrates and i always have carbohydrates on the island and it's hard because by the end of our conversation she's eating carbohydrates so boo me sorry cal love you anyway stay tuned segment four coming up friends and family and how we can support each other don't go away we'll be back Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's segment four, episode four, Atomic Habits. And wow, I've been having such a great time with this. I feel like I feel like I've grown in the past hour. I wish we had more than an hour. I know. (laughs) I know. Now I understand why Joe Rogan's podcasts are two hours. I say that all the time. So before we get into our talking about friends and family and them supporting and not supporting our habits, I just want to read you a really interesting stat. So um, the neurons of wanting versus liking in our brain are a hundred percent activated while we're wanting something, and they're ten percent activated while we're liking and experiencing something. So, what does that say? I'm going to quote Andy Warhol: "The idea of waiting for something makes it more even more exciting." Right? So, let that theory that that it's the journey it's not the destination let that fuel your quest to formulate your atomic habits right i think if you can start really enjoying the process yeah and going through that yeah rather than the end goal it makes the habits much easier to stick to enjoy and become pleasant basically sure sure i'm gonna quote my cousin nina so i was single it was before I met Manny and I was sad and I was, and I would get up every day. I'll never forget. My mother used to say like, did you meet somebody? You leave the house every day dressed like a movie star. Like, and I'm like, no, I didn't. And my cousin Nina used to say, build it and they shall come. And even though I missed, right, I was lonely and I hadn't met Manny yet. I enjoyed so much that ritual of getting up and getting dressed and being ready, right? And they say like, and this is kind of more law of attraction related, uh, but 
leave a spot in the uh, bed empty and leave space in your closet. So um, be prepared and be prepared because whoosh, the universe is listening, right? And when you start formulating these habits and implementing them into your lives, you better be prepared for that tsunami because, you know, you know what gets real. Things start to, sh- to change. Um, and that kind of segues me into um, friends and family. Some people don't like it. They don't like it. Um, I think personal growth is hard for other people to acknowledge if they're not growing at the same speed as you. Completely. And so it, in that sense, when you have family members or friends that don't support you, yeah, most of the time that's what it is. Yeah, you're just growing separately. Sure, and they're never going to be growing at the same because no. we're two completely different individuals or four or whatever it is. Um, but that's that's really powerful because um, I think sometimes yeah people get threatened by that and it forces them to look at themselves in the mirror, mm-hmm. right? It really does. So and you know at the end, I mean, I'm gonna say this loud and proud. At the end of the day, we all have each other's back. So um when it comes down to it, you really look somebody in the eye and say, I'm gonna need you to support me on this. Right. Um absolutely positively that goes without saying that we do that for one another. But um but family and friends are are key. So that tribe. So tell me a little bit about now we talked about how you um, I watched you go through your divorce pretty much from the front row, maybe the second or third row, but I'm very You're awed and inspired. Usually the first person I saw every morning. Yeah, well, awed and inspired and 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 really um, impressed the way with the way you handled things. Things didn't happen. Uh, you didn't anticipate that. No, yeah, no. Um, I was, I, I mean, I guess to say I was happily married there's never, if there's a divorce or whatever, no one's super happy, but sure. I was content being married. Sure. Um, and it was kind of out of left fieldish. Yeah. Uh, but then I kind of realized, you know, and I still say this to my ex, I think it was the most unselfish thing he's ever done mm. to ensure that we both could be happy. Yeah. Which is, is so hard. Um, but it was so on, it was, you know, almost the most unselfishly selfish thing, yeah. really. I was too young. I didn't know it at the time, but I feel like my divorce was very similar. Mm-hmm. Like it was hard to rip the Band-Aid, but yeah, yeah but everybody deserves to be happy. Yeah, we met was... when, I mean, I was 20 when we met. Yeah. Um, but it's truthfully been, I think the greatest thing, I've been able to really find myself. I think when you're in a relationship, when you're so young, you just develop habits that are similar to the other person's. Sure. And you never actually get to kind of see who you are. So we can go down two roads right now. I want to remember the road about trip, mm-hmm. but you guys had a business together. Mm-hmm. So you want to just briefly tell us about your business a little bit? Yeah. So uh, I used to be a teacher. I was a teacher in New Jersey. I taught special ed and what school? Uh, I taught, well, I taught Middletown. I taught River Plaza, which okay. was my first elementary okay. school. Yeah. And I actually got to teach with my first grade teacher. Mrs. Oh my God. She that's special. The best. That's major. Um, but yeah, so I taught and then my ex had a business. He did advertising for professional sports teams, salons and spas okay. all over the United States. And his business partner, his wife had started with a company called Miura, which was it's a direct sales company. We have plant-based clean products. Sure. And she was like, you should do this. And it was so outside of my comfort zone. Right. Um, and so New York is almost nice. like kind of like a Rodan and Fields, but better, would you say? Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're clean. We have all clean yeah. plant-based products. Okay. Um, we really take science and innovation and match it with clean products. So okay. where we're kind of used to Sephora or Ulta, yeah. uh, Ulta has about 17 ingredients they don't allow in their products. Sephora has about 35. We have over 70 that wow. we don't allow in our products. So like That's great. when we say clean, we mean clean. But so... 
when I started with that, I was timid and that it's been nine years now, but we built a huge multi-million dollar business. And in the divorce, we had to separate it. Yeah. Um, I ended deal. up buying him out. Okay. Or in the so he's not in the New York game no, at all anymore? No, he has his okay. own business. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, I'm assuming, because I did buy some New York from you, I'm assuming there's a lot of great training, a lot of stuff related to what we're talking about today. Right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is, I, this is basically what I coach people on is how to create habits around the goals that they have. Because okay. really you create your goal, but if you don't match habits and why it's important to you, right. the goal is insignificant. Sure. Um, so that's basically kind of what I do right. all day. Well, the rubber has to hit the road. I mean, that's it. You can talk and talk and talk and talk and back to what we talked about in the beginning. I can tell you I am running a marathon next November and you look out and look for me on TV, but right. right? Unless I'm out there running. You so you have to put action to your words. It's that simple. Okay. So back to trip. Let's talk about um, buddies, workout, but a trip. Oh. Tim, I'm Trip's sorry. My son. That's uh, why yeah, I was like, I know, that's why I said, like, yeah. He is no. the most habitual person. Is he, he is a lacrosse superstar and he is the I most think, habitual person I've ever met. Don't you feel like some of that stuff, especially with our kids, almost comes like from past lives? Like, where did he get that from? It's really incredible. How old is he? He's nine. He he's plays nine. on the local team, the regional team, and now he's on the national team for lacrosse. So Jeez. he just played in Florida last weekend. He played in San Diego a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, he is. So anybody who says like cheerleaders, gymnasts, dance teams, hockey players, anything like that, any people like that. Um, these things that I thought like a cheerleader growing up, I, I would, I said to my mother, like, mom, is it really important that, you know, why did you not push me to do other things? And I think about the good habits being a cheerleader created. So if your son plays hockey or your daughter plays lac- lacrosse, they're learning all of this stuff. And what a gift to have these people help I instill think so. it. I think learning habits of getting good at your craft or your skill and being willing to do what other people are not willing to do. That's what makes successful people. Yes. It's easy to sit and play video games. Instead, he takes a stick out and can you say that again? It's it's successful people. Yeah. Successful people will do what unsuccessful people are not willing to do. Okay. Tweet tweetable moment right Mm -hmm. there. That's a really good one. Yeah. It's a Jeff Olson quote for sure. He's incredible. Well, I love to this. I I always say one of my favorite quotes is that's this is what separates the boys from the men. It's like a big one for Mm -hmm. me. So, okay. So you and Tim, Mm -hmm. Tim didn't have a workout routine when you guys met. No, this is her now boyfriend. My now boyfriend. Yes. He's adorable. We all love him here. Your podcast. And I was like, I love, love. I love the story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he wanted to do, he was like, I want to do something. I want to go work out. I just don't know what to do. And I was like, go get a trainer. And he's like, I don't even know what to do. Right. So for Christmas this year, we both decided I would do something that he was passionate about and he would have to do something I was passionate about. So he came to Inferno here with me one day and I'm eventually going to have to go get shot up by paintballs. Oh, um, that's what I was going to ask yeah, you. I don't your... think I'm going to really enjoy the paintballs <laughs> like he is. But okay. so now he's been coming with me okay. and he really loves it. And it's part of his habits now. And even the other day I couldn't come and he was like, well, now I can't go. Oh, like you can yes, go by can. yourself. You, you tell can go by yourself. So. That yeah. happens a lot. He'll start being here by yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. happens. Okay. So um, I'm going to run through this pretty quickly because this is imp- information mm-hmm. I really want everybody to have. Friends and family, key, Right how to find and fix the causes, make it unattractive. So if you don't want to be a smoker, read about what happens to your body when you smoke cigarettes. Um, use the law of least effort, meaning um, 
will choose to do what needs or what we're going to be able to do regularly is what's going to require the smallest amount of work, right? So you shouldn't be struggling, suffering, as I say in Bikram, you shouldn't be turning purple right. and your eyeball shouldn't be pulling out, popping out of your head. That's not sustainable. Try not to procrastinate and use what they call the two minute rule. So the two minute rule is walk for two minutes, right? Um, meditate for two minutes. Meditation is a great one and extremely beneficial. If you're going to incorporate anything so in for incredible. your mental health, mm -hmm. definitely just sit in silence, right? And listen to your breath. Um, automate. That's a big one, especially for finances. Once a month, a Roth IRA. Um, I like the egg corn. Um, I round up everything I spend. It I mean, it compounds over time. It compounds, Massively. right? So automate, automate, automate. And the cardinal rule of behavior train, change is to try to make it feel good immediately. So in other words, it shouldn't be that dopamine rush of that bad habit. You should really think about, right, and really relish in the benefit that you're getting from that small win that you're achieving. It's really important. So I love this one. And I, I, I want to kind of end on this note is your talents and the things you love, right? So do what suits you. So we just were talking on the break about my husband. He loves sports, mm -hmm. right? We'd love to get him on the air, right? I'd love to see him do capitalize on that work around that he's disabled he has ms so and that goes for anything if you have a love if you have a passion right even if you went to med school and you've been a neurosurgeon your whole life that doesn't mean you can't reinvent yourself right so your habits your hobbies can become your reality so keep that in mind i'm going to say it again james clear atomic habits right if you want to learn more download and listen to that book on audible Keep coming back and listening to The Good Soul. Like and share this podcast. We love you so much. We're so incredibly grateful to have you. Sam, thank you so much for being thank here with you. me. I really appreciate it. Until day. next week, we'll see you. Peace and out.